Welcome to the Heart of a Man podcast. We are a movement of men in central Indiana pursuing meaningful friendships, faith, and character. If you'd like to learn more about us, please visit us at heartofaman.org. Today's talk is from our founder, Bill Moore, helping us answer the question, how should I respond to the chaos in our country in 2021? Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you're inspired by the ideas. Welcome in to Heart of a Man 2021. I'm very grateful you chose to participate. Our leaders met in person on Saturday morning. I was so encouraged to be with these guys, though I must admit, it was hard to see such a high level of discouragement in our team. You're not alone in any way. If you feel a little confused, angry, discouraged, lonely, maybe even frustrated, I heard all of those words as men described how they are feeling right now. Please know, we are committed to helping. We don't have an answer to solve every problem, but I do believe we can be a source of hope and encouragement for you. I'm praying Jesus will feel very real as you spend time with other men who are trying to pursue Jesus as well. COVID has proven to be a formidable hurdle. We knew as men before COVID that we were having trouble getting connected, but we will not let it win. I want you to know my team will not stop working to help you stay connected and growing. We're not giving up, although there's days it's pretty doggone hard. Dear friends, some things did go incredibly well last year. Heart of a Man ended 2020 with almost 200 men registered in our last session. Our church has committed more of their facility and time to help us stay connected. Men have donated almost $100,000 to this program. We have 27 volunteers committed to lead this year. Men are coming together to listen to each other and listen to Jesus. The survey feedback tells us you are really enjoying time together. You have indeed stepped up to help each other. Thank you for your time, your commitment, and your financial support. We have six classes scheduled through the end of February. We're going to cover topics that men face today using the Bible as our source of wisdom. In March and April, men will take time off for spring break, so we'll follow their lead and take a break as well. We'll be back in May and June, take a summer break, and then be back again for the fall class. When COVID dies off, as most experts believe it will, we should be able to host some fun outdoor events during the summer, fall, and winter. We continue to forge ahead with plans to build a community center for men with a full workout facility, an exceptional food court, an apparel shop, barber shop, large teaching spaces, as as well as many smaller meeting rooms. It will take about 18 months to get this project completed. We're convinced we need a place where men can meet to have fun, grow, and build their friendships in a healthy environment. You know, many years ago, the YMCA met this need. While their Christian vision lost its way, the need has not diminished. And in fact, the data suggests we need a place like this even more now. Please pray with me as we seek God's leadership and his provision for this facility. Well, let me start our year together by addressing this question. How do I manage the anger, frustration, and loneliness I feel as I watch our country struggle? Dear friends, the Bible has so much to say about how we view the world and our response to it. So let me briefly review with you a few key principles and apply them to this question. 
But let me first start with prayer. Join me. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for the time we have with each other. Lord, we ask that you speak to us, that your Holy Spirit communicate with us. Lord, help my words in this media format not block you and get in your way. Lord, do your will. Change us, connect us, help us grow, Lord. We love you, thank you for your time. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, first guys, the Bible clearly identifies the source of all the issues we're facing. And we have to accept that man is inherently evil. We choose what we want, even as Christians oftentimes, before we choose God. Romans 1.25 says, they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served created things rather than the creator. And then in Genesis 6.5, it says, the Lord saw how great man's wickedness on earth had become and that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all the time. The Bible makes it clear we are in fact evil. We have to recognize what we are watching is normal behavior for men and women who are not under the direct influence of the Holy Spirit. In fact, that behavior is common in Christians as well when we are not submitting our heart every day to Jesus. When unchecked, the natural direction of mankind is towards self-destruction at the hands of individual selfish gain. We should never be surprised or shocked. Our reaction instead should match that of God's. Heartfelt sadness with deep compassion to share Jesus with the world. So how do you feel about those who are destroying our country in your mind? Second, the devil is real. He's alive and actively working to separate us from the love of God. In John 8:44, Jesus says, you belong to your father, the devil, and you wanna carry out your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth. For there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. In Matthew 4, 9, Satan says to Jesus, all of this I will give you if you bow down and worship me. And Jesus emphatically responds, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Jesus clearly knows and believes Satan is real and alive. Satan constantly lies to people about God and themselves. When we believe his lies, we move away from God. That is how he originally caused death for Adam and Eve and for us. The voice in your head may not be God's voice. You have to start to discern the difference. God's voice does not cause anxiety fear, or discouragement. So what are you believing that is causing you to be angry or afraid? Please know some level of frustration toward injustice is good and it moves us to act. But if that anger is leading to hatred or anxiety, it's not from God. Sharing your thought life with a trusted brother really helps in this scenario. And then learning one Bible verse that you can directly speak out loud to the devil will make him flee when he is speaking in your head. So memorize one verse and use it like a weapon, the sword of the spirit, and fight that stinker, the devil, 
and he will run like a coward. Third, God gives us the Holy Spirit and his words to lead us into all truth. In John 14, 15, Jesus said, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever, the spirit of truth. And then John 16, 13, Jesus then says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. Jesus left us with his word and his spirit. This is God's most powerful manifestation of himself right now. And together, they are the power of God living in us. We need to choose to listen to them before we listen to CNN or Fox or social media. Every media outlet is trying to manipulate your thinking. The Holy Spirit and God's word are the only thing we can be assured is true. And we have access to that truth at any time. You cannot say, I do not know what is true. You do. So what are you watching or listening to each day? It directly influences how you think and act. For example, <laughs> I do this. If you watch the RV show every day for a week, the odds of you renting or buying an RV will go up significantly. That's why it's being played constantly on cable TV. Likewise, the more time you spend with biblical content, the more influence the Holy Spirit will have on you, guaranteed. What will you do over the next six weeks to increase the influence of the Holy Spirit over you? Fourth, God tells us to learn to fill our minds with gratitude. It is a key that opens his treasure chest of peace to counteract our anxiety. In Philippians 4, 6, Paul says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Paul is teaching us that a spirit of anxiety can be overwritten by peace that surpasses your understanding by expressing gratitude in our prayers to God. This week, every night, before you go to bed, pray out loud so the devil hears you just as much as God and rehearse every possible place you saw God provide for you directly or through others. Sincerely thank him for every single thing. Then go right to bed. No screen time, don't read anything else. Watch what God will do. Gratitude will dramatically improve your attitude. Fifth, God's word changes the hearts of people, not our words. Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. It penetrates to dividing soul and spirit joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. There is very little we can do to change the mind of another person who is staunchly dug into their point of view. So stop rehearsing the words of clever analysts, media experts, and politicians. Instead, develop a repertoire of memorized Bible verses that you know how to apply to every facet of life. Know what God expects and be able to explain it without using your insights as a weapon. Your mind will be liberated from all the dishonesty and deception filling our media outlets. 
When you are discussing the chaos of the world at the next small gathering, be that voice that can speak God's word into that discussion with a humble, gentle spirit. Remember, do not be arrogant or cocky. Those are signs of the evil spirit, not the Holy Spirit. And people will be offended instead of inspired. So how will you prepare for the daily discussions over the next six weeks? Lastly, only Jesus can save the lost. No person, no politician, no talk show host, no expert, no one can save. Only Jesus can save. In Acts 4.12, the apostle Peter says, salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. And in John 6.40, Jesus says, for my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise him up on that last day. Gentlemen, our only chance of slowing down the corruption and violence in our country is to lead men to Jesus. And when we do, our hearts will be filled with love and compassion instead of hatred and anger when our daily mission is to try to help bring men to Jesus. Jesus said, go, make disciples. He didn't say, go, attack, and fight your enemies. His disciples complied with the authorities to the point of their own death. They were consumed not with politics or leprosy, but instead with the resurrection of Jesus and his imminent return. What would be on your mind tonight if you knew for certain Jesus would be coming back next week? Would you use all your emotion and time to debate and worry about these exhausting political issues and COVID? Who would you be frantically trying to reach to make sure they knew Jesus before he returned? Write down those names. Start praying for them now. Ask God to give you courage to speak to them. Convince yourself Jesus could be here tonight and watch how your thinking and behavior changes. He told us, no one knows the time. He just said, be ready. I'm discouraged by the behavior I saw last week. I am, and I know you are too, but I'm not going to stay there. I'm committed to join arms with you guys and do the work of the Lord instead of being consumed by the evil of un ungodly men. They will never stop and will always be with us. Our job is to introduce those men to Jesus and let him go to work on them, just like he has worked on each of us. His return indeed is imminent. He will set up a new kingdom. And our job is to get those men into that kingdom. I pray you will join me. Let's close with a word of prayer, you guys. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. Lord, help my brothers, help them feel that love you have for them and that fire to get about your work. Lord, help us set aside the things we see right now and help us reach men and help us love guys one guy at a time because we know if we change men and bring them to you, Jesus, you'll work there. You'll, their hearts will be different because you worked on them. So help that happen, Jesus. Give us the courage, help us. Help us be men of God, Lord. In your name we pray, Jesus, amen. All right, guys, have a great night. Thank you for being here.